Welcome back to Restless. My name is Lauren Doyle. I'm a Catholic young adult from the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, coming to you from Stanford. And I'm joined by two of my friends and special guests today, Grace and Trisha. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> and we're here to talk about <laughs> our pilgrimage to World Youth Day with the Hom community from Madrid. Now, if you tuned in last week, you would have heard an episode about the diocesan pilgrimage to World Youth Day. And we are here to share our pilgrimage, which was slightly different, a different itinerary. Um, we started out in Madrid with a two-day convivencia, they called it, as our community came together and we got to know each other. Then we bust over to Lisbon. We were there for all the World Youth Day activities. And then we went to Fatima at the end of our trip. So slightly different. Um, abundant graces, I know, in both trips, but uh, we're excited to share them with you. Uh, but to get started, I'm going to introduce my friends. So, Grace, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and maybe a little bit about your faith life? Yes. Um, so I'm Grace. I live in Stanford. I moved here about a year ago. Um, and I am a school nurse at an elementary school, which I love because I just love little kids. They're amazing. Um, in my faith life, I I grew up Catholic. I've been Catholic my whole life. I went to a Catholic high school and a Catholic college, and it's been a, a large part of my identity for a long time. Um, and, you know, I think for me, the Eucharist is really the centrality of my spirituality. Um, yeah, so I just love, I love my faith. And how big is your family? Uh, there's six six kids, so eight of us, and I'm the second oldest, and we still have some in high school. Awesome. Okay, Trisha. Yes, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Trisha. Um, I have been living in the uh, Portchester, Stamford area. Uh, for about two years now. I'm originally from Ohio, and I've been bebopping around in between Ohio and Connecticut. Um, and I am currently working as a director of youth faith formation for a parish in a little upstate in New York. And I've been loving that just two months in, and so I've been learning a lot, already been stretched and everything like that. And I have also been raised Catholic, been Catholic my whole life, uh, but from a very small town in Ohio and where everybody's pretty much Catholic, but it was a lot of just like going to mass on Sundays and religious education on Wednesdays. So it wasn't until I was about a sophomore in college, that I actually learned that the Catholic faith is about having a personal relationship with Jesus. And so from there, it's just been up and down roller coaster of how to live that out. Um, and especially learned a lot about that during the World Youth Day <laughs> retreat, still not done learning. So yeah. No, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. So how did you both get to know the Ham community? Did you know them prior to the pilgrimage? And how'd you end up with them on the pilgrimage? So I knew about the community from Father Israel um, uh, when he would come. Well, he was a pastor at St. Cecilia's, and that's how our family met him. I'm sorry, St. Rose in Newtown. Mm -hmm. And that's how our family met him because I used to live in Newtown. Um, and they have when they come back to do the retreats, they'd stay with our family. So that's how I knew the community. He was friends with our family. And yeah, and he invited me, so I said, sure. But you have <laughs> had not and have not done spiritual exercises with them? I have Correct. not. I would like to. Yeah, one day. They'll let us know when they're coming back. Yeah. Right now we don't know, but yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. And Trisha, for you? Yes, I uh, I kind of knew Ham Hom, before we went. <laughs> um, there is a sister there named Cecilia, and we were friends for only about like three months before she joined the order. 
But luckily, we were able to become like very deep friends within that time. And it was about February that I got a text from Father Andy saying, Cecilia wants you to come to World Youth Day. And I was like, cool. Uh, so that's, that's how I ended up. It was really just knowing Cecilia. I met them like other people in the community when they briefly came to Greenwich, Connecticut. But it wasn't long. I didn't get to talk to them much. So. Yeah, that was November. Yeah. Yep, I was yeah. there for that. Yeah. So actually, like the first couple of days in the retreat was like a big opening to actually seeing like what the order was, which was really cool. Yeah, totally. So we started out at their retreat center in Ocaña, and we had two days of convivencia where we did mass, we had prayer time, we had talks with the sisters and the priests, which they are excellent about. Um, and um, we got to know each other as a group. Our, our group was 350 people total, if you can believe that. It was bigger <laughs> than I thought um, mm -hmm. from when I did the preview yeah. Uh, episode with Father John. Uh, so there were 16 Americans. So we had our crew. And then there was a Newtown contingent. Did you yeah. know the Newtown folks beforehand? Or no? I did, yes. Yeah, I knew one of them beforehand, but that's it. Yeah, they were a little bit younger, I think, mm -hmm. mostly. Um, so we were 16 Americans, about 50 or so from the community. And then uh, 284 Spanish youth, like <laughs> we were, we were massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any impressions of the community, their spirituality or mm. anything from those first two days that you'd like to highlight? Mm -hmm. I think I was really blown away by just the, the joy that mm -hmm. we experienced in them and their intentionality. I think that was the main impact for me initially and throughout the whole trip was, just seeing the joy that they have being with others. Mm -hmm. And you can really tell that they are seeing Christ in you when you're talking with them, when you're with them. They really are intentional with their time, which is really amazing because that's not common. Yeah. Yeah, and I, f I felt like the same way of just like a lot of joy when I was with them. But I felt like in a very like simple way, like mm -hmm. their order wasn't anything extravagant it was just like they just had an extravagant amount of joy mm. and our days there at Okanya like really showcased how it was going to be at World Youth Day like we got we did not get very much sleep like <laughs> and I think it's just because like they just wanted to fill the day with as much as they could like from sun up to sundown it was just prayer and community and laughter and it was amazing um yeah it was really incredible to experience that with them yeah and I really appreciated how they prepared us for the pilgrimage because mm -hmm. you could just yeah. show up and then whatever happens happens but um, they made it clear to us that we could open our hearts right to God mm -hmm. to receive the abundant graces that he was going to give like they made that clear there were mm -hmm. there are going to be a lot of graces here um, and it's up to you to like let your wall down and and really be able to receive them um, and be open to them um, and be willing to have this experience and it's going to be difficult, you know, long days and sleeping on the floor and all that, which I'm sure we're going to get into, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but the graces will be abundant. So are you like ready and willing to open your heart to God, mm -hmm. um, to receive everything that he has for you? Um, and then, you know, they, I don't know, they just make things so fun. But, um, mm -hmm. one of the highlights I think certainly was doing praise and worship adoration yeah. on Friday night mm -hmm. where, Several brothers and sisters are playing piano and accordion and drums and singing. It's very loud. It's very vibrant. People are dancing. Have you guys experienced that kind of adoration before? And um, how did you take it? What did you think of it? Were you able to sway? Were you stiff? 
You know, Americans are generally stiff. I was there once, guys. I was there. I can now sway and move to the music. Yeah. I have not experienced it before. Um, nothing that charismatic before. Um, I was definitely into like the dancing. It was just not something that I commonly do. I'm a very quiet, more like internal contemplative um, prayer. So it was a little different, but um, luckily Cecilia, uh, what's the word, prepared me before. She was like, just be open to it. What we're going to do tonight, just be open. And so it was fun. It was a new way of Praising the yeah, Lord. praising the Lord. <laughs> and really warming up for World Youth Day. Like, I just felt young, mm-hmm. just dancing mm-hmm. in the presence of the Lord. Hmm. So I have experienced that before because I did go to Franciscan University, and one of the it's a very charismatic school. Um, there are obviously pockets there of you know more traditional and more charismatic. I tended towards the more traditional, not not really super charismatic. I would go to a few, you know, praise and worship nights and they had like things called festival of praise, which was basically like the praise and worship that we did in Okanya. For me in the beginning, I was a little bit weary and stiff as Lauren said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think something kind of incredible is feeling the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It was as if, you know, like I couldn't control it. It was like the swaying, the moving your hands. It was, it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. And it's almost like a, a light feeling once I was able to allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Before that, there was, you know, like darkness in my heart. Like I was just anxious and I didn't want it. And then as soon as I allowed it to happen, um, there was just a lightness that came with it and it was freeing. Like it was very mm-hmm. freeing. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I had a moment where, so um, at a certain point, the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus, moves among the crowd. And how this has been explained to me is that Jesus prompts the priest to take up the monstrance and go through the people. It's not the priest says, okay, this is a good time for me to do this. It's really prompted by Jesus, which is amazing, right? If you think about that, that he is walking among us. So he came somewhat near us because Father Israel had all the Americans right in the front, which had to be intimidating, especially for like the 20-year-old boys, you know? Mm, Um, And then they moved around. We were outside. So there was quite a large area that we took up and um, we couldn't all see each other because there's plants and, you know, different things kind of in the way. So he kind of went around the back of us and then came around um, towards us again where I could see now, you know, maybe he's... 25 feet away from me and I said like an internal prayer of come to me and then like the next movement was now the monstrance Jesus he's like in front of the girl in front of me like very close Mm -hmm. and I've done this before and I've gotten over you know um the thinking I think most part Mm -hmm. and and try to be free and open um so I closed my eyes to try to have the moment and then I got knocked into by a girl who fell into me and another girl fell at at the same moment. So these two girls, they're down um, and uh, they fell into me and a couple others. So that was startling. That Mm -hmm, scared me mm -hmm. um, because I I didn't see it coming. And then Father Israel moved like to my right, which is where Trisha was. So he was still right there, you know. Um, But uh, anyway, I just, after that, I was like, did Jesus just respond to my prayer? Hmm. Like I asked like our Lord and Savior to come to me and he did. Like that is, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, yeah. just mind-boggling. Yeah. So, 
I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, really freeing, really joyful, really fun. And it, it really shows who the community is. Um, mm-hmm. And we had many moments like that with them. Um, another highlight I'll just share is the brothers did a play for us on mm-hmm. Saturday mm-hmm. night, which I <laughs> foolishly thought was going to be an early night, like maybe. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, yes. I did too, definitely. I'm like, we're going to Lisbon <laughs> tomorrow, right? Early night. <laughs> no, this play started like close to midnight and the brothers mm-hmm. are hilarious. Um, so... <laughs> It was a joy, and it started in the church, and we went outside of their convent and came back in, and they had a whole scene of um, Peter and Andrew and other disciples, you know, fishing all night, and then uh, the disciples kind of talking amongst each other, and then it um, zeroed in on Peter, and we heard from Peter, and then we had John Paul II come out. (laughs) Uh, Shout out Juan Bautista, Polish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One of my new favorite brothers after this trip, for sure. (laughs) Um, and so they did like the succession of Peter to uh, John Paul II since he started World Youth Day. And they played this whole video that showed every pope, right? And the years that they were pope, which I, it was impressive to see that slideshow go through. Yeah, it was. Like, wow, we've mm-hmm. had this mm-hmm. many men lead the church. And another talk that another uh, priest gave, Father Borja, was like, there is grace in apostolic succession mm-hmm. that we have in our yeah. church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Peter to Pope Francis. And whatever you may think about Pope Francis, whatever you know, opinions or things that you don't like to hear. He is a successor of Peter. Mm -hmm. Um, So they they emphasized that for us. And then they gave each of our groups, we had grupos, um, (laughs) you know, to stay organized, right? As we're traveling amongst a large group, they gave us each a mission. Um, Mm -hmm. And my group, we were Our Lady Queen of the Angels. Our mission was to fall in love with Jesus and his church. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one I remember was for people to pray for purity of the youth. That one touched Mm -hmm. me. You guys, what were your missions? Do you recall? My mission, so my group was Our Lady of the Rosary, and my mission was kind of a big one, to help Jesus bring souls to heaven. Wow, that is a big one. Yeah, here and in purgatory. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My group was Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and uh, our mission was to pray for less (laughs) self-sufficiency, and I always start breaking out laughing because it was the biggest slap in the face that I've ever received hearing that that was our mission. Mm -hmm. Um, That was for sure like a highlight for me um, that night. Um, Just like the whole play, it was just so fun and really touching by the end, as you were saying, like when they went through all the popes um, and then like seeing Juan Baptista dressed as JP2, like kneeling, like praying for the youth and they were like showing clips of oh, yeah. jp2 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like a whole talk message. by jp2 as well yeah um and before coming to world youth they like in prayer jesus was just like bringing up like different ways that i was being self-sufficient i was not depending mm-hmm. on him mm-hmm. and so just like bringing that into world youth day like the first couple of days and praying about that and then going up like being excited hearing everybody else's mission i was like oh i can't wait to hear mine and we had our translating earphones in our ears. So we were like delayed a little bit by all the Spanish people. And so we were up there and my group was like celebrating because Juan Baptista just said our mission. And I'm just being like, yeah, because I don't know what it was. <laughs> and then I like heard Sarah like a couple seconds later, like your mission is to pray for less self-sufficiency. And he was just like, just huge, huge slap across the face. Why? <laughs> um, just because it was just so intentional. Like you were saying, like, did Jesus just like answer my prayer by like coming mm-hmm. to me in the crowd? Like I felt like, Jesus answered my prayer of like, I see you, like I've put these things on your heart for a reason. Like I want you to grow in them. It was just like, mm-hmm. it, it felt like he was just looking so straight at me and was like, I made this mission for you specifically. Mm. Um, and so I like, after that, just like hurried, like walked back into the church and I just knelt down. I was like, okay, Jesus, if you want me to work 
to have less self-sufficiency, like let me be less self-sufficient. And that was like a huge mistake because there were so <laughs> many times throughout World Youth Day where I had to be less self-sufficient, but that was definitely one of the biggest graces that well, I've gotten. To me, that sounds like the Lord is asking you to grow in your dependence mm-hmm. on Him yeah. and on others. And I actually got the same mission mm-hmm. from my spiritual director. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. blessed. I have a spiritual director. You all know that by now. But she was there. Um, we talked briefly on Thursday. She was not part of our World Youth Day pilgrimage. She took a group from Kentucky and she mm-hmm. told me, I might be able to see you at Convivencia before we go, and our guardian angels will link us up at World Youth Day. So I'll see you, but we weren't together mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. She came um, on Saturday, and we got to talk, and she told me, I want you to live dependence. Like, you are not going to know the schedule. You're not going to be able to understand everything, so you're going to have to ask questions. And this is good for you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be like a child, because mm-hmm. it's a requirement to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. So... Do mm-hmm. playful things, like be free, um, mm-hmm. and you're not going to always know the answer. Like you may have some choices, like what do you want to eat? But ultimately, mom and dad choose what the meal is, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the case. Like we had limited options, or this is what you're eating. And uh, so I really tried to follow that uh, mm-hmm. throughout the whole experience. She also told me, say yes to everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I did that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of was living a similar experience as you over those two weeks of um, dependency because I tend to be very self-reliant and I take on a lot of things and I'm responsible for a lot of things and mm-hmm. they're heavy burdens that weigh me down. So yeah. this was two weeks of freedom, you know, mm-hmm. from all of that. Yeah. Lauren, I think it's providential that you and Trisha brought up um, those points about what what God was doing in your life through this trip and what he was calling you to grow in. I think that the Holy Spirit was definitely had a common theme, at least with us. And I'm sure if we talked to anybody else that went to World Youth Day mm-hmm. of almost like an overarching theme of trust and mm-hmm. dependence on Him, which I think also plays into the home community as well, mm-hmm. um, which plays into their joy. I mean, it all just is connected together. Mm-hmm. Their complete trust in Him, that then brings them joy because they're just leaning on Him completely. Yeah. And I think that's definitely what God was showing me this time as well. There were so many moments where I would normally be worried or anxious or nervous or just, you know, Mm -hmm. human. And instead of doing that, I would then say, you know, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. Like I know that God will give this to me because this is a desire that I want. This is something that I really desire. Um, and it, it really did happen. And oh, that's I, great. Yeah, I think it was in really small things. Like some mm-hmm. one time my earring fell out and I didn't know where it was. And I just was I just said, It's okay. God will bring it back if he wants it back. And Trisha found it. Yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just small things like that. Uh, it really was a big theme for me, the entire mm-hmm. world you day. And I think really just playing into the childlike mm-hmm. um joy and just childlike trust yeah yeah Yeah, they forced us to trust because (laughs) there were only four (laughs) brothers and sisters who were in charge of our whole trip and they knew the plan and none of the other brothers and sisters did so i will say i had some enjoyment watching many of the americans continually ask like a sister or a brother or me so where are we going and like the sister would say (laughs) i don't know and then, you know, they'd come and talk to me and be like, how do they not know what we're doing? I'm like, because that's how they live. 
Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they have, and I actually had breakfast um, with two guys and Sister Beatriz, um, where they were asking her about this. And, you know, she explained it to them like, well, our mother superior, Marimi, uh, spent a lot of time in prayer, um, prepping for this trip and working with the people who are in charge. There is a team of people that plan this all out. Uh, for the care of every single person here. Like you have all been considered and prayed about. And those people are going to lead us through this week together. And everyone else then is freed, I think, to be closer Mm. to God Mm -hmm. because you are not carrying those burdens Mm -hmm. of this is the number of the bus and this is the time that we have to leave to get across the entire city with 350 people. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a lot. Um, But anyway, the Americans, at least in the first part of the trip, continued to ask that question and you know, you have to be willing to like, let it go. Like you do not know. And right now no one is going to tell you the answer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We could be sitting here for 10 minutes. It could be a half an hour. Mm -hmm. Like we never knew how long we were walking for either. Right. They'd be like, we're heading off to the right. Kind of a fun adventure. Today we're heading off to the left. Sometimes we start in one direction. Then we turn around and go like, Oh wait, we missed the turn. Yeah. (laughs) We'd all get on the train and then we'd all get off. Oh yeah. And then we'd get back on the train. Nope. That was the right train y'all. Okay. We're getting on the next one. Oh yeah. But the the walking, like when we were already somewhere and then we start walking and like one day it was like at least an hour. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a long walk. Mm -hmm. And we never knew. It was like through the entire city too. That one was, it was like up the hill, like across the entire way. That That was when the the Pope came. I think Thursday. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was the day the Pope Mm -hmm. came in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Up that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was another part of the trip. And I think think it it allows God to get more Mm -hmm. in, to more penetrate your spirit when you are not so focused on your schedule and what you're doing, it, it just frees you to be more mm-hmm. connected to him. For sure. Very and free. just like with me, something that I learned very quickly onto the trip, because like the first full day that I was there, like pretty much every physical comfort that I had was like stripped away from mm. me. Everything that like I feel comfortable about, like sleep, food, the weather, like whatever it may be was, was stripped away from me. And I just found out so early on that I am so spiritually weak. Mm. Like when it comes to like, everything's gone, what do I have left? And it's, Jesus, like, and that, that bond is not strong. Like my dependence on him, um, is not strong. And so to even see like that I am dependent on others for love, like it's not just, I'm dependent on others to like, or rely on myself for the time or the schedule and things like that. But I'm also like, I need other people for love as well. And so that was a really big grace of like, when all those physical comforts were stripped away and like the space that it just opened up all that was left to come in was just joy. Like mm-hmm. being cramped on a bus yeah. in a hundred degree heat with no air conditioning, like hmm. that I found that was joy a ride in that. from Madrid to Lisbon. Yes, yes it was. It's touching on yes. right now. Yes. And having our tire blow up on the way to Lisbon. Yes, like, that happened. <laughs> yes. And I was sitting right above the tire. I was like, what is going on here? How am I the one closest to this? Like, yes. I was in the bus behind and I was sleeping and I woke up to a large bang. It sounded like a bomb. Just like went off. Literally, I was sitting right above that. So I was like resting. I wouldn't say that I was sleeping, but I like jolted awake and was like, who's shooting at us? (laughs) You know, like I I (laughs) assessed the bus and so much fear. And then I was like, oh, okay. We're not being attacked. (laughs) I was just about to close my eyes. Like I just finished rosary. I was leaning my head against the window, just about to close my eyes. And I saw the tire blow up. I like saw the rubber come up and I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So that resulted in what turned out to be three hours, three hours. I never knew what time it was. I never knew how long anything was. But Grace told me after I was like, that was a three hour delay. It did not feel like it. No, it didn't. Because we had fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It actually was great because, like Grace said, she was on a different bus. So then both of our buses stopped and we mm-hmm. all got to hang out. And yeah. there was a little strip of shade thanks to the building. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And Michael and I were throwing the frisbee, and I kept having to go get it from the road. And then little <laughs> sweet Consuelo was like, Lorena. I'm like, see, Lorena. See, Lorena. <laughs> I'm like, I like this name. Just please keep calling it to me. She was like, you can go throw on that road where there's no cars. And I was like, okay, but my friends are all here. You know, yeah. I want to keep throwing here. So then I like launched another one at uh, Michael and she went Lorena (laughs) and I was like oh she was telling me to not throw here and throw over there but I didn't understand that and then I left like I just got yelled at like a kid (laughs) I'm an adult yeah you know like I guess I'm doing the childlike Mm -hmm. thing here Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. but it was a lot of fun and it ended up all working out because the bus with the minors got stuck at the border Mm -hmm. for hours so by the time we got to our school where we stayed um Mm -hmm. We were just slightly, you know, ahead yeah, of them. It was like yeah. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a long day. And yeah. the bus was hot. The AC didn't work. Yeah. We did stop once, though, and we, like, grabbed the water and, you know, Powerades and ice yeah. cream and had some snacks. I think there's something, you know, definitely, like, spiritual warfare going on there where mm-hmm. we were having troubles. Everybody has troubles getting to big events like this because the devil doesn't want you to get there. And I think it was kind of amazing because we were stopped on the side of the road. It was very hot outside. We were done. We just wanted to get on the road. And we had only been traveling for an hour. And everybody could have been really crabby. And it wasn't that way. Everybody was very joyful, made the best of it. It really was a good time. And a lot of people who I talked to were feeling the weight of the spiritual warfare and Mm. just feeling almost like this anxiety and just weight heaviness. And then when we stopped it, it just lifted. And I think that's so, it's just so amazing to be able to see the providence of God, even Mm -hmm. though something bad happened, we can still, God still has his hand in it and he made it something good and amazing and beautiful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, definitely. I think that bus ride, that whole day was much longer than we thought it was going to be. Like it's supposed to be a six hour ride. Um, but it also allowed us all to come together because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, there were some some new people to the group. And so we had a lot of time to kind of bond, um, which I think was really special, too, given what we were about to begin, you know. Um, so, yeah, eventually we made it to that school and we we were staying in classrooms, um, which was a blessing because one group was in the gymnasium. There, the oh school goodness, was like yeah. three levels. It was a massive school. Um, there's a there was a kind of like an outdoor corridor around the whole thing like with a balcony um on each level so yeah we were we were all in the same room we were roommates we had windows which was nice we did we opened the windows for some fresh air and i just was so thankful for no like choir of man snoring all night right so that that was clutch we did have some snores i know and i joked right when we got there i was like if you're snoring you're in the hallway And Grace thought I was serious. No, she thought I was serious. I'm like, I have to say this joke. It's too funny. Um, But it it was okay. It was manageable. Yeah. And then so that first night we had pizza and like shared hamburgers, McDonald's, Mm -hmm. like outside on the top level. Basically, this the school was like up on a hill, and you started on the top level and then worked your way down. So we were upstairs, you know, with a with a late meal. But Mm -hmm. that was kind of normal. That became yeah. yeah. 
And he was totally like fish in the loaves. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus giving out the fish in the loaves that night because they kept yeah. talking about like, we don't have enough. McDonald's is closing down. They need to yeah. go back and get food. They can't make 150 pizzas at 11 p.m. Yes. Yeah. So, so they were starting to like split the cheeseburgers. People were yeah. sharing the fries, just taking sips of Coke. And I was fine. Like I walked away so satisfied. And again, I was just like joyful, even though it was 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was next to Father Israel, so people kept coming around more pizza. I knew I was good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we we made it. And then, you know, from there, the World Youth Day experience began. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a tour of uh, the Tower of Belém first and Mm -hmm. um, on that first day. Yes, we walked all the way there. Then it was just kind of free time. I didn't know what was happening. I thought we were like going from stop to stop to stop, but we were there for quite some time. And I threw the Frisbee with Juan Bautista and he's like, we could get a game going. (laughs) But we didn't have enough people. But, you know, he was very excited. It was fun to throw. And then we continued on for a mass for Spain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was Mm -hmm. our first, I guess, real event was that mass. And then it turned into a concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a late night, <laughs> mm-hmm. but a good night. Late night, yeah. Um, and then Tuesday, that was the night. Yes, when we went, we were going on the buses, and we went to one stop, but it was just packed of people. The stop where everybody was going, mm-hmm. and so we ended up going down to a stop before that one. Yeah, we so walked were, back. Yep. So there were no people. Very smart. Got mm-hmm. on. We got on, but. We had to hop the fence really yes. quickly. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, it was a close call when the train yeah, arrived. The train arrived and there was a line of people. So we, we hopped the fence. I bruised my knee. <laughs> she did. Yeah. <laughs> I was already clear of that, that fence by the time the, mm. I think. No, maybe I was like right at it. So I just had an easy jump. Yeah. Yeah. The line wasn't. The opening wasn't big enough, so we all had to, we had to like, run. It was like a <laughs> yeah. stone fence. So we had to yeah, like a stone wall. Yeah, I jumped the stone it. wall. Yeah. But we made it. And yeah, then that yeah. was pretty satisfying, right? When we, mm-hmm. we we stop at the at the station where all the people are. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> we made it on. <laughs> we're on. <laughs> and you it. cannot fit. They probably waited it for is jammed. Yeah. They probably hours. waited for three hours. Probably. I mean, or maybe line. they figured it out, you know, to do what we yeah. did. That's yeah. true. Or yeah. maybe take a bus or something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was our first night. Mm-hmm. And that first night was like really the first night that I started to appreciate being with Hom. Because um, yeah. when we first got there, they were like playing music as we were like getting dinner before mass started. And we got uh, our food from the lines. And then we kind of just like stood on the side and everybody started like screaming the songs that they like wrote <laughs> yes. and learned for the trip. And I was just like, oh, cool. Like we're doing it again. Like, yeah, we had our own songs. Yes. With dance moves. Yes. Thanks to the novices. Mm-hmm. Mostly. But anyway, it was very on. convenient. Um, and so I was just like, oh, we're doing it again because we've been doing it so much throughout the day. But then I like learned because not knowing Spanish, I didn't know what kind of music they were playing back at the Spain mass area. And they said they were playing like club music, like very secular, raunchy club music. And so they wanted to stop to like sing sacred songs as people are passing. So then they can hear that before going to mass. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I am so thankful to be with this group Mm -hmm. that like they are like just like bold and just constantly being like, okay, we got to like bring Jesus into this. We got to, we got to make this better than what it is. Um, And then, yeah, it just like opened up to my love and appreciation for like what World Youth Day became because we were with Hom. Yeah, I agree. I think World Youth Day would have been a completely different experience Mm -hmm. if we weren't with Hom Uh, for the better, obviously. Yeah. I think it could have been more like a festival and yeah. it was it was very much a pilgrimage which i am very appreciative of mm-hmm. yeah very prayerful and intentionally prayerful mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing 
Yeah. Because they continue to give us talks, information as well mm-hmm. while we were there. Um, like the second day, which I think we're going to have to end on the second day. And then we'll continue this <laughs> on another episode. But just the, like the, the second day was Tuesday and we went to a church nearby. We had morning adoration and we met again with our small groups that mm-hmm. we had you know, made at Convivencia. And they had us reflect on like spiritual laziness. You know, when you kind of get out of your routine, I would say like describe it like, um, you know, you can be really on fire after a major event like this where you want to go to mass every day and you want to pray the rosary every day, but then you, your excuses creep in or your schedule slightly changes. You get out of that routine and now those um, spiritual commitments that you've made kind of falter. It's mm-hmm. it's very natural, you know. Yeah. Um, but he talked about that, that laziness that we can have and how do we overcome that. And so anyway, we had group discussions about that. Again, mm-hmm. they're just like encouraging us, I think, to really reflect spiritually mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, connect with God. And um, this day we had the opening mass at Eduardo the Seventh Park, where all the events were during the week for World Youth Day. Um, there were 300,000 people in attendance. Which is kind of surprising to me because it seemed like so much more it did. for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. There were a lot of people. What really was fun for me was the buildup before we got into the park when we were mm-hmm. in a side avenue, like in a yes. queue mm-hmm. with definitely thousands of people yes. and you see the flags flying everywhere and there was so much energy and so much yeah. singing. And I was like, is this the World Cup <laughs> <laughs> or are we going to mass? Yeah. And yeah. we were going to mass. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I couldn't get over. Mm. But I mean, we were standing there for a long time mm-hmm. and, you know, there was security, like they looked through bags, but eventually we got through and then we were kind of waiting around. Like there were screens that we could see and there was a circle at the bottom of this park like a traffic circle um so i didn't really understand where we were or what we were doing um but we we waited around we played some games together and then right as mass was beginning you know the leaders of the group were like we're moving you know so it's like okay pick up your stuff yes vamos chicos so then we grab our things and we like kind of walk up a hill and make a right and now you could see up this mm-hmm. park that we yes. were at all the way yeah. up to the stage, which I thought was a building, mm-hmm. actually. I, I, cause I couldn't see it quite clearly. Yeah. Um, but then we had mass together, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that mass. I mm-hmm. mean, I was, like, floored by the music yeah. at every event. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the yes. same orchestra and choir yeah. and everything, but yeah. music was phenomenal. And uh, when all the white umbrellas opened up for communion, mm. I was really touched because there were hundreds of them, and you could see down, you know, this park and all these people are receiving communion together. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that one of those umbrellas was literally right to my right, um, <laughs> along with Janelle. I was with Janelle at the time. Jesus is really coming to you. It continued to happen. Yeah. Yeah. At right every Mass, he was next to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was, I guess, the real kickoff yeah. of World Youth Day. But that's all the time we have for right now. <laughs> so we're going to end this one and I hope you will tune again in a week as we continue on because there were many more great events obviously the Pope's arrival the vigil which we did sleep out in the field for the mass and then we continued on to Fatima so we look forward to sharing more of that experience with you next week thank you so much and we'll catch you soon Hey everybody this is producer Matt if you liked this week's episode of Restless and want to help the show grow please rate us review us, and subscribe on your preferred platform. God bless.